2022 is right around the corner, and I am ready for a predictable and successful year, mainly because I am organized as all get-out going into the new year. Before I had this notion system that I'm going to talk to you about, I had just complete disarray. My ideas were everywhere. I had notebooks full of ideas and projects and things I wanted to make and produce and do for my clients. And it was, oh, so bad, so disorganized. So 2022 is right around the corner and you will not be successful unless you have a well-organized system to support all of the content you want to create and the creation of your ideas and dreams. On this podcast, we talk a lot about creating great learning experiences But what about the support and productivity in your business backend? Well, I've created, due to popular demand, a set of Notion templates based on the system that I use to not only create all of my podcast episodes, blogs, articles, social media content, but it also contains all of the content from my licensed courses. And anything that I sell my friends is included in this business system. Now I can support my team and I can delegate tasks and they get done. All of the content that used to sit in my head is now contained in this awesome cloud-based system on Notion. The bonus, I'm no longer using my idle time to scroll through Instagram. Now I'm working in all these remote places, in the car, on the toilet, on the go, at the dinner table, wherever I need to, I can work from my business. And so now moving ideas from just in my head and a wish and a hope are now becoming completed products. So instead of letting your ideas go to die, you can now put your ideas into one place and they can come to life. I'm so excited for you to get access to this. You can buy it in the show notes and you can watch the course that I created. It's less than 20 minutes and it'll help you get started implementing these Notion templates for your own business. This whole story began in February of 2021, almost a year ago now. I had this itching desire to talk to you all, and I had met with a brand strategist, and she said, you know what, you should really consider a podcast. You love talking. This would be a really great format for you. And I'm like, yeah, I do. I love to talk. I find it so easy. I love sharing. I love teaching. But I thought, Brig, a podcast? I have no idea what to do. And I wasn't even a podcast listener. Yeah, but like I did it, right? I started, I launched, and I got it up and running. I have such an incredible network of people. I'm so grateful to all of you for listening. I want to thank my amazing guests who this entire season have brought their gold nuggets of information and pearls of wisdom. This podcast would be no fun at all without them, without you. And here we are. It's the end of 2021. This is the 30th episode this year. Rolling along, here are my highlights, some of the best bits from this past season. So first of all, I think we need to set our expectations that 100% of our clients are not going to be actively involved. But the question is, how can we drive the engagement up higher and land more in that, like even 50% of engagement would be incredible because the industry standard, of course, completion or the industry average is below 10%, even in some cases below 8% I'm seeing. And number one is you have to get people, your participants really connected to why, to their why. Simon Sinek, he has a lot of this around start with your why and connect to your why because he's pinpointed that if you're not deeply connected to why you're doing this thing, you're going to bail on it. And I've seen some of the best fitness coaches, for example, 
Your why can't be that I wanna look skinny in the mirror or that I want my jeans to fit better. It, that is just too shallow for your why. It's gotta be super deep. But I would challenge you to find a way to do that when people first come in. So for example, why do you wanna do this? Is it because you want fame? Is it because you wanna be some famous, awesome, cool YouTuber? Or is it because you have this you know, burning desire to get something off of your head or to teach people? Why are you in here anyways? Why did you pay $2,000 to join this thing? And I would challenge you to actually put a self-awareness type questionnaire at the very beginning of your program when they come in. A little bit of a hard line, like why are you here anyways? The other way is can you perhaps train others to do this high touch part? Because I know that businesses can't grow to, you know, a multi, multi-million dollar level if you're the only one doing the coaching, unless you're charging hundreds of thousands of dollars per person. You know, like unless yeah. each cohort is bringing in so much money per person that you can still maintain that one-on-one and grow to that kind of level. But businesses that I've worked with that rely on consultants to teach, what we do is we have, we, we change the focus. So all of your attention could be on those coaches and enabling them and making sure they're the best they can be. So it is a different feeling because you have to shift now from being the facilitator to being the manager of the facilitators. We're very often asked how we do this. What I always say is simplify, simplify, simplify. Especially in the learning and development, we think that we prove our credibility through complicating things. But you know, most people pretend they don't understand and they will not say that they don't understand because then they think that maybe you're thinking they're silly or they're stupid or unintelligent. And as a result, people pretend to understand and then they're pretending to give you feedback. I have an idea. There's a software and I believe it's called Gather Round. They recently changed the name. So Gather Round is, you can actually use it as a substitute for Zoom, by the way. So if you want to get away from Zoom, you just send everyone the Gather Round link. And you can pre-populate it with conversation cards or games. And you can set it up in a ton of different ways. It's meant for icebreakers or for online kind of parties or networking or gathering. It's not meant to be a super serious platform, which might be fun for you to explore. So the host can have the stage. Oh my goodness, this is perfect for you. And all of the individuals can request to join the stage. So you can have people come up onto the stage. You can easily break people out into little pairs or small discussions and you pre-populate questions or activities on the cards. So you get rid of that awkwardness in a Zoom breakout where everyone's like, uh, what are we supposed to be talking about here? Because you have already pre-populated something in there on a card. So they jump into the call and they're like, all right, we each get a minute and we have to say, craziest thing that ever happened to us in our business. Okay, go. And everyone goes. So you can literally set it up so that it's like a really fun, interesting breakout scenario. I feel like as women, when we start off as girls, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but it's almost like we're, we're taught to compete against each other. I was in competitive dance and, you know, I had a, an amazing team, but we also competed against each other a lot of the times, you know, and then also just people growing up either being jealous or not treating me nicely. And then, you know, that just spirals. And so like, I always wanted to create something where that didn't happen, where everybody was just supporting one another. Uh, photo shoots, we always celebrate with photo shoot, you know, that that's part of like the strong girls lifestyle. 
And it's just such a fun part of the journey. Like I believe that women don't celebrate themselves enough. And so in my past experience, it was like, if I ever did a photo shoot, I would sort of get looked down upon with other women. But now we're doing this and we're all supporting one another and we're all doing it together. Like, I feel like that shift and just that support and treating everybody with kindness, just paying that forward. And then, I don't know, like it took on its own journey, you know, like so many women have their own friendships in that group. Um, We just really believe in building each other up. But with videos, especially learning videos, you need to make sure that it's super clear what the takeaways are along the way. So at the beginning of the video, I always say in this video, we are talking about X, Y, and Z. So whether it's a course video, whether it's a YouTube video, any kind of video, I always like to say that at the beginning. You don't have to fully script your videos. You can kind of talk on that step, but your audience is is going to stick with you because they know the major takeaway of that section of the video. This is actually one of the most common things that I hear again and again, not only just on this podcast, but with prospects and clients who I work with and other people that I collaborate with is this idea that we need to pack in a ton of stuff in order for our program to be valuable. And it's almost the opposite is true. I think what we want to make sure is that we're getting people a result at the end that they're proud of or that they feel is satisfying. That's where the value comes in. But we need to offer it in such incremental steps and keep things nice and tight to the learning objectives of each week. So there's a couple of ways that you can solve this. It's take a look at your program and all of the weeks that you're facilitating and make sure that you have clearly written down this is the one objective I want to achieve in each of these calls. And you could maybe have a couple, but keep it minimal for each call and be really clear and have that as your like guiding thing for your agenda. Make sure that you say at the end of this call, I want people to, you know, and then create a learning objective. So an action verb followed by something they have to do. So for example, I want people to write a confident, you know, bio or write a confident pitch or write one paragraph of something, or I want people to think that they're worth pitching themselves. So have like one thing or maybe two guiding each of those conversations and try not to add too much else in. And that may feel like super uncomfortable, but it's really useful for your students. And you can even say right up at the front of the class, like this is the one thing that I want you all walking away with. So everyone kind of goes, Ooh, okay. I know what I'm supposed to be hearing for. And I know what I'm supposed to achieve. I have an exciting new format coming in the new year. I'm going to be live streaming. Yes, I don't like to stay comfortable for too long. I'm <laughs> I'm saying it right here to hold myself accountable that I'm going to be jumping into live streaming in the new year. This means I can give demos, I can give you tutorials, I can share a lot more in a visual format, which I think will be really fun. So tell me, what do you want to see more of? Does this idea of being able to see me live stream excite you? I am going to be bringing on guests as well who can demonstrate and show you things. So if you are looking for really detailed content around learning design, around processes or systems, please let me know. Give me that feedback so that I can share with you. The best way to get in touch again is to connect with me on social media, message me either on LinkedIn or Instagram. 